Now this is another interesting story. You're only gonna have heart attack and stroke risk if you're overweight and you have a lot of body fat, right? That's what most of us think. And there are good reasons for that. Body fat is a major issue and it happens more as we age into it, that middle age bulge. We think that that's, you know, just unsightly, but, or maybe pudgy or gives you a dad bod. That's not just the problem. The problem is that body fat is not what we used to think. We used to think it was an inert energy storage tissue. It's not inert at all. It's an endocrine tissue and it releases hormone related chemicals that cause insulin resistance, which in turn causes all the other problems we talked about. So body fat is a very important issue, but guess what? Thin people can get cardiovascular risk problems as well. Jim, for example, was an example. His BMI was 20.5. He was very muscular, very little body fat. At age 53, he'd already had two stents. So this wasn't a body fat issue. Actually, we did some OGTT and looked for insulin resistance. Thought maybe, you know, he was one of these thin people that had some. No, we didn't see significant insulin resistance with him either. Well, you know, maybe it was FH. Maybe there was some LDL issues. No, LDL issues values had been typical. Maybe there was a lot of plaque. Not really that much plaque at all. A little bit, but not much. Pre-stent angiograms did show some plaque though. So still he had not shown a lot of plaque on CIMT. He did have some plaque on pre-stent angiograms and he'd had symptoms. Because of Jim's body habitus, not complexion, because of the fact that he was so tall and so thin, he was like 6'4", a syndrome was considered. He actually had more than one workup for Marfan's. Marfan's folks, patients are usually tall, thin. You know, you hear about that with the basketball players. You heard about that with Lynn Bias. Lynn Bias's story, for those of you who know it, it also involved drugs and some other stuff. But the typical Marfan's syndrome patient is also a cardiac issue, but not the typical cardiovascular issue that we're used to talking about on this channel. With Marfan syndrome, what you get is some risk for aortic aneurysm, you know, splitting of the tissues of the aorta. That's the concern that you have with Marfan's. So yes, it does predispose people to premature death, but Marfan's syndrome had been ruled out. And in fact, at the time of writing of the book, Marfan's syndrome had been ruled out not once, not twice, but three times. Now, other related genetic issues like Stickler's syndrome, it's a Marfanoid like connective tissue issue was, that was considered again. His mother had had a similar history, but let's go back to continuing to look around at other potential issues. His LP little a was 300, and after niacin, it improved to 200 and continued to improve. Now, one of the things that people think about with niacin and LP little a, well, it doesn't really take it down to the normal values, 10 or 20. I can tell you from watching people with LP little a and taking niacin, it's typical if you get a reaction to niacin. It's usually like you see with Jim, a quarter to a third decrease. I've seen much larger decreases in some people, but that's one of the reasons that causes confusion. So people see you don't get a full decline, a full wipeout of the LP little a value. So it must not be working. I can tell you, we monitor cardiovascular inflammation, things that are not monitored in a typical medical environment. And we typically will see 
a 30% decrease in LP little a and an association with improvement on cardiovascular inflammation and soft plaque. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.